Welcome to Business Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you thrive in the creative community. Here's your host, events and productivity consultant, Angela Profit. Hi, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Business Unveiled, expert tips and secrets from top creative industry professionals, where we take you behind the scenes of our past experiences in the creative industry and share with you what we have learned from them and how they have made us stronger. This podcast will help you grow a productive and profitable business to launch you into success within the creative industry. Today's podcast is being brought to you by the GSD Retreat. It's for badass business owners who want to get shit done beachside in Cabo, Mexico on December 2nd through 6th. This is an annual business strategy and content planning retreat to come and join me and several other amazing speakers in a spectacular oceanfront bedroom villa for an intimate business retreat where you will experience not only fun and friendship, but we want to get shit done for 2019. Do you actually block time on your calendar to work on your business to plan for consistent content and for consistent marketing each month? But you know, something always comes up. I want to invite you to come to spend three full days with me collaborating with like-minded business individuals looking to get this done, to knock it out. I will show you exactly how to put together an annual plan with content creation, images, weekly schedule, and so much more. You will leave Cabo with a solid plan to crush 2019. If you're interested, I want to invite you to visit bit.ly/gsdretreat. Come spend 3 days with me in Cabo where you will leave with an amazing amazing plan where you can fast track your personal and professional goals, leaving you with the return on investment of being absolutely priceless. Visit bit.ly slash GSD retreat. Hey y'all, it's Angela. Thanks so much for listening. And as we are starting another episode of Business Unveiled, Adam just said, we're taking a shot of bourbon, which is a little bit bit too early for me for that. Um, But I'm super, super excited to talk and interview the literally funnest trio that Nashville has to offer in the multimedia sector. It's called Details Nashville, and we've got Adam, Austin, and Kanan. And I'm going to go through just since we have several people on, and I'm excited for them to share with you all how they run such a diverse company because with with the creative industry and all that goes in behind the scenes to photo video, it's not that easy, people. And to have a really great personality and connect with your clients, that's something that they have really mastered. And so first, we've got Adam. Adam is the managing director. He's one of the owners of Details Details Nashville. And we've also got Austin. And I know Austin focuses on the photography side, the video side. He's really a media specialist in the technology, being the tech geek like I am, behind the scenes. (laughs) 
And Kanan focuses on photography as well as directing videos, which is not the same thing as shooting videos or editing videos. There's a lot of layers to videos. So we'll talk about that. And he's really in front of the camera. Like he is the creative. He's helping the client be creative. So he's not on the technical side. It's really like if you've seen The Greatest Showman, you know, kind of like that. <laughs> so welcome, team. Thank you so much for your time today. <laughs> thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Privilege to be on. This is awesome. I'm so excited for our listeners just to learn how you guys work together as a team. Because oftentimes I'm only talking to one person on the podcast. And so this will be really fun to give them a behind the scenes look and just through the lens, no pun intended, <laughs> um, through the lens of like how you guys do it and how you work day to day just in sales and just being entrepreneurs. So first, Adam, tell us how and why you got into the industry and what made you want to launch a photo, video, multimedia company in the creative industry? Yeah, so started the company eight years ago. And, you know, prior to that, you know, we were all kind of friends hanging out and all doing similar things within the industry. Um, but we decided to kind of bring it into under one roof and uh, to kind of work on that together. But specifically with, you know, the multimedia side of things, you know, something that's been a passion of ours since day one is just telling people stories. Um, something we've really been into, you know, we've done that across the board, you know, from like a nonprofit sector, you know, lifestyle, photojournalistic, um, and then that kind of bled into weddings is kind of where that, you know, started at first, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say prior to starting details and be like, Hey, I'm a wedding photographer or wedding videographer. Um, but we did have, you know, that media background and started telling people stories with a few different weddings. It was like, man, this is something that is very, um, unique and it's a very intimate and personal story that we get to tell for people. And something I personally really love about weddings is that they are all unique and, you know, we're not a cookie cutter company. So, you know, every wedding that we do is different and we try to really communicate a lot with our clients beforehand, find out what their expectations are and find out what's valuable to them. Um, each wedding is different in such a way that, you know, we can shoot a wedding on a Saturday and the person's like, oh my gosh, my family is like the most important thing. And I really want you know, lots of photos of my family, family, family. And then we shoot a wedding the very next day. And the person's like, yeah, you know, I just want lots of photos of me and my friends having a good time on the dance floor. And, you know, like it's just whatever those different things that are valuable to the person is what we want to be able to capture through our lens. And um, for that reason, we really just love telling that story, regardless of what it is and making it a personal and creative uh, outlet for the person. That's awesome. So I know that you guys were all friends before you actually started all working together. Um, Austin, what would you, what was your background before starting to work with Details Nashville and how did you decide like, okay, this seems like a good idea. Like we should do business together. Yeah. Um, I have been, I've been doing photography for a long time. Um, kind of scholarship port in college many years ago. Wow. Um, and I, I, so it's been, it's been a part of what I've done for a very long time and, you know, back to high school. And, um, so I've always done, and, and that kind of led into doing weddings of, um, being like on campus photographer that I was during college. And then people started to get married after college and calling me up. 
So I, I was kind of a part-time wedding photographer for quite a few years. Um, and then um, meeting Adam and the guys and getting together and realizing that we really could come together and do something so much better. I wouldn't have to be just, you know, part-time photographer. I could actually do it full-time, um, which is always something I wanted to do, but the business side, um, it's just not my strength. And so it definitely is Adam's strength. So to have him on the business side, where then I could take on um, going from part-time to full-time, uh, it was it was just awesome. It, the way it came together, it worked out so well. Um, it was just so organic, and I mean, it happened fairly quickly. I was able to uh, quit my other part-time job and just completely go to photography and videography. Um, so yeah, it's been a really awesome journey. So when you transitioned from doing just for fun, part-time, and you transitioned, was there a whole like life experience mood change and like, hey, I'm a happier person because I get to focus and do this full time? Or was it just kind of the same? Like, oh, I'm just glad I get to do this. <laughs> no, it was definitely a very big change. Um, I, I was uh, working part-time at Trader Joe's. It was, it was nice. It was a good job to have part-time and then do part-time wedding photography. Um, but being able to come together with my friends and do it all the time is, is I mean, it was really a, a dream job. It still is. Um, so it's, it's in that way, I think it's just a really good cohesion of, of things that I love doing. Um, but I'm not working by myself. I have um, a group of awesome friends around me together. And um, so that's really fun. That, it was a re really big change all of a sudden. Um, and it was all for the better. So. And that's what I want to hear. <laughs> You're able to focus on yeah. one thing. And Kanan, what was your background and how did you decide like, okay, I'm going to work with these dudes and uh, like, I'm, we're going to do this. Yeah. So my, so I have a history and background in photography as well. I've been shooting since I was a kid. My grandfather was a photographer. He actually shot with um, Jacques Cousteau and his team way back in the day. Um, so growing up, I always had these photos that he had on his wall in his office and they were like, these like, uh, it's like pictures of like tiger sharks and sea turtles and they're all in Baja and uh, they're all signed by this weird French guy. And so finally one day I asked him, we were in his dark room uh, doing some photos and uh, he, I was like, who's this weird French guy signing all these big photos? And he like told me the story and those stories really got me into photography as a kid. And then as I got older, I kind of got out of it. I moved to Nashville. I got a job at Gaylord. Didn't really have any intention of, of shooting professionally at all. Wait, uh, you worked at Gaylord? I worked at Gaylord when I first moved to Nashville. Yeah, You change. didn't know, did you? No, I <laughs> had no idea. <laughs> so I was like, you know, definitely a cog in the wheel of the corporate monsters. Oh, I'm just wow. kidding. Wow. <laughs> uh, we're going to edit that out. Hey, can we? Uh, 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 sorry. No, um, but so the guys, I'm like working at a Gaylord. It was actually, I had a, I had a really good position out there. I kind of moved up quick in the banqueting department and uh, was doing like VIP wine and cocktail training. And the guys approached me because the team was expanding and they're like, hey, um, we're, you know, our team's growing. We want to know if you want to come on and do some photography work. You have a background there. And so I was like, yeah, okay, so I'll try it. So we went out in a couple uh, weddings with them just as a third shooter and from there just very quickly um, was like man I love this and I love working with the guys and um, 
I had already been friends with them for a long time. And so then the opportunity to do business with them as well as doing life with them was just like, you know, that's like the icing on the cake. So uh, it really took off really fast and the transition was quick. And I was like, man, I think I'm going to go for this. And uh, we just haven't looked back. So I've been going for almost 10 years. That's awesome. So I feel like something to point out here that's really important is Adam, being one of the owners, you really focus on the business side. I mean, all of you are great. I'm sure you can all pick up a camera and shoot great photos. And if you had to work video, you could all do that. And, (laughs) you know, you got each other's back. But when you really focus on your strengths and your craft and Adam, you being having the business mindset and then Austin you focusing on behind the scenes and technical and then Kanan you focusing on the front of the house and the creative part how does that set you guys apart from you know other multimedia companies yeah I think that um, you hit the nail right on the head there like basically you know we each have our strengths and we're able to utilize those strengths to you know be a very efficient and effective team. Um, I think oftentimes in, you know, with creatives, it's, you know, photographers, videographers, you know, oftentimes it might be like a, a, you know, husband, wife duo or something like that. And they may struggle with more of the administrative side of things, or they may have a hard time with a business savviness or, you know, sell themselves short or, you know, there's other, you know, um, perennial downfalls that creatives may have sometimes with the, uh, you know, side of the you know business. And that's something that I've, you know, gifted at, uh, been good at both, you know, logistics operations as well as sales and, um, you know, management. And so it's been really cool to see how we've all been able to work together and, you know, these guys can focus on what they do, really excellent and that's take awesome photos and shoot great videos and be able to produce art for our clients that um, is exceptional and they don't get bogged down with you know having to send invoices or make sure contracts are you know the correct legal jargon and um, all those things that are feel soul-sucking to them is you know kind of exciting to me you know there's things that I enjoy Um, so over the last few years, even more so than, you know, when we started, I've tried to say, Hey, like, what are your strengths? Let's just focus on that. Not worry so much about the weaknesses that people have and trying to make people's weaknesses better. It's like, that's probably not going to change too much, but let's really focus on, you know, what you're good at. And then we're going to capitalize that to make you excel even more. Um, you know, recently we brought on another new photographer and he's been working this about nine months now but it was really cool for him to tell me he used to work on his own and he's partnered with our, you know, he works for me now. And he said that he's the most creative that he's been in his whole career since partnering with us because he doesn't have to get, you know, all his time and energy isn't getting bogged down with doing these other administrative things that um, he's just not good at. And to be frank, so he really is able to just focus on his work and his art and it's his most creative that he's been uh, in his whole career, which was a really cool thing to hear. And it was even testifies to, you know, what I'm talking about here, that every person is able to kind of just do their one part and do it well, as opposed to trying to wear, you know, 17 hats and try to do everything. 
Yeah. And I mean, that's the whole, really the point that I, because I have worked with you all and obviously, you know, owning a company myself, we work with a lot of different photo companies, video companies, multimedia companies. Um, I do a lot of consulting and you all just don't shoot in video weddings and capture that, but you all do a lot of corporate stuff. You've got a lot of experience in helping companies brand themselves and working through the strategy of that. In fact, we have collaborated on some of those projects and just in my experience in working with some other companies, not that they do it wrong, but the experience in working with a company that has going back to true colors, <laughs> all the different <laughs> colors in true colors. And it's, it's like entrepreneurs typically hire people that they like, but you have really, you all have sought out and you understand what your strengths and weaknesses are and really focusing on that. And I will say just from a customer service perspective and me being a client for my clients is the turnaround and the focus is just so different. The experience is so different. It's much faster. Um, just the process that you all have created, for example, you know, I know that you guys shot um, a wedding for us on Sunday that my mm -hmm. team executed while I was in Hong Kong, which it broke my heart to miss it, but you, yeah. know, you, can't, be, you can't be in two places at once. And, right. you know, the client knew that. And it's like, I knew within that week that it's, it's just like, I wasn't going to have FOMO because, you know, you guys do the teaser and you put it up on the blog and you share it on social media and you have these best practices with a process. And then when you do do video, you, you get the teaser out, you get so take us behind the scenes of how did you all work through those processes and how have you come up with them? And then I want you to explain your roles and how you work together as a team in like, for example, like I know, you know, like two of you shoot it and then, you know, some of you edit it. And then I just, I don't think people understand behind the scenes, like what it takes to really run things so genuinely like with with customer service you know being the best but you always follow that process and you all have consistency so how have you all maintained that yeah so i mean i think this is canaan but i think all of us can chime in at different points here but to start out i think a lot of these processes have come from just our internal culture of meeting and hashing out processes and talking about ideas and coming up with these things that we'd like to do, or here's a great idea. It would be awesome to day of get our clients, our uh, bride, some photos from her wedding day, post that on social media, make sure we text it to her so she can share. And she has some professionally edited photos that day that she can share with all of her guests and her family. Um, and then the consistency there. So there's the great idea, right? This would be awesome. This would be a great experience for our client. And then the consistency in the process usually comes down to Adam and Austin figuring out how we're going to do that on the tech side. And then Adam being like, okay, so now I need to bring my creatives down to earth and make sure they actually <laughs> execute these ideas. Because uh, otherwise, that's often all it is, is here's a great idea. And nothing ever happens. It stays the land of conceptual, right. really <laughs> which is always the struggle, you know, but like, but with us having the relationships that we have and us working to our strength, it's like, Hey, I've got this really great idea. And then Adam's like, that's awesome. Let's figure out how to execute that and make sure we're doing it for our couples. Yeah. I, if I could add to that too, I think, um, Kenan mentioned kind of our culture. 
Um, I think we have quite a few things working in our benefit to be able to collaborate in that way. Um, I'd say a lot of photographers, if they have a second shooter, they hire, um, they're not, they're not meeting with that person a lot. Whereas we have, we call it our media house. We have a house, it's our office. Um, and that's, it's just for our multimedia stuff. And we see each other basically every day. Um, when we have ideas, we can immediately bounce them off each other because we're around each other all day. You know, that's, that's where I'm editing all week long. And, um, so I think that's really, it's a benefit that we have, um, instead of working with several people we see sometimes when we shoot together, instead it's, we, we're, you know, we're seeing each other basically every day. Uh, we're there all the time getting our stuff done. Um, so it's a, it's an atmosphere of collaboration and teamwork. So do you feel like you all are, instead of being remote, you feel like from a creative perspective, you all can get more done and accomplished together as a team when you're together, I think is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I definitely feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think a lot of, um, you know, so many people are remote these days, but when it really comes to collaboration of pumping out creative content, it really is important. And I know even with some of our clients, you know, when they can't meet face-to-face, you know, with Zoom and with um, Facebook or uh, not Skype or (laughs) FaceTime. (laughs) Yeah. uh, you know, I've noticed like you guys are, you always make sure, you know, that it is, you all make the best effort to show up as a team and whoever's going to be capturing that event, especially a wedding because it's emotional, right? Mm-hmm. That you are meeting that client, which I think is really important. Um, and so I just, I think that you all have a very unique handle on the market because you are a team and you are together every day, just about. Um, What would you say, and I'm sure each of you have a different perspective. So when clients come back to you, like what are the things that they love most about what you guys do? Yeah. So I think um, what most often comes back is the relational aspect Uh, I think we have a really good track record of connecting with our clients and making it personal and um, building a relationship there that, I mean, we, I can't tell you on a daily basis, I am interacting with at least one couple that we have shot in the past on social media um, and we're shooting their kids and now we're doing their family photos. And um, we have, done that from the beginning of wanting to make that something we did differently, that we weren't just going to turn and burn through our clients, but that we were going to build these relationships that would, um, last. Um, and it, you know, for us, it makes even those photos that we shoot that day that much more special, uh, cause there is that connection. Yeah. I think, um, one of the highest compliments that we can get is, is one that we get often. I feel like when, when couples after the fact will say, Oh man, that was great having you guys. It was like, it was like having my friends hang out, taking pictures of us. Um, we've, and it's awesome. We've gotten that a lot and it's kind of a big encouragement to us that, you know, we're on the right track with it. Um, to have a couple feel so comfortable with us there, um, that we're not like awkwardly in a corner or what, you know, whatever, all the different scenarios that could happen. Um, but we're, we're there, we're like a part of what's going on in the day and we're just like their friends there with them. Yeah, I think even more than um, the couples sometimes is we're getting compliments from the guests, we're getting compliments from yeah. the wedding party, from the, from the parents of the bride and groom talking about 
um, how easy we made their day, how special we made their day, how great we got along with everyone and relaxed tensions or um, just made the atmosphere more enjoyable. Um, I think another thing we do is our photo books. Um, people really love something tangible and living in such a digital age, we really lack those tangible elements to look back on, especially with something with a wedding. Um, and so, you know, those are something I get to sit down with the client. We, I custom design every single one of them. We work through the, with the client, what photos they want, how they want to design. Uh, it's something that's very personal. It takes a lot of time and is something that they're going to look at, you know, for the next 20, 30 years and be able to share with grandkids or people, you know, uh, throughout their life and be able to relive that day. Um, and I think that's something that's really special too, that we get to do for them. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I definitely can tell that it's very custom and unique to that client. Um, and I will say in terms of just connecting with people, when you guys are thrown into a setting, like recently we planned a wedding, I think in like three weeks because our sweet little Brad <laughs> was right. pregnant and she was like, I'm in my forties and I'm pregnant and I don't care about a wedding, but my parents want me to have a wedding. I'm the only kid. And she's like, yeah. just hire your people and here's some money and just show up. And literally like you guys like met them, you know, the morning of, mm -hmm. and you know, you just, figure out a way to like fit right in with everything. And so, you know, not everybody can roll with that. They just yeah. they can't. And um, they were awesome. We got a chance to like, after the wedding, they were like, Hey, we're going down to the speakeasy downstairs. You guys want to come for drinks and hang out. And, um, unfortunately we had to get home to our children, but, uh, you know, <laughs> just you the have fact like a football team, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you know, just the fact that like, you know, just meeting them, but we were able to break down those walls really fast, connect with them. And, um, you know, to the fact that we're like, Hey, let's go drink together. And when you, when you can drink with someone, you know, you're, you're getting along. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you brought up a good point there. All of you have families, you're married, you have kids. So, um, it, let's tell our listeners how many, uh, how big your families are. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll start with the, with the most Adam, you can start. Uh, yeah, I have five children. Uh, I have a boy, girl, 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 boy, ranging from 20 months to 10 years old. And yeah. I, I was done having kids at three <laughs> and I, I warned Austin of this yesterday because he has three kids and he's like, we're done. I was like, I was done at three to, we called up my daughter, Hope. She's our third. I was like, we called her the caboose. She was done. She was the end. And then we had a fourth. I was like, oh, cool. All right. We're done now for, and then there's a fifth. So I think I finally figured out where babies come from. Oh um, it took a little while. Um, I'm a slow learner, apparently. But, yeah. So then we'll go to the next most children yeah so um i have three girls right now and i have another baby due in june so i will have uh, i think this one's going to be a girl we've been surprised every single time we haven't found out the gender of our kids at all um so this one will be a surprise too i'm i'm i got a feeling it's going to be a girl i don't i don't I, for whatever reason, uh, I don't think the Lord wants me to have boys. So <laughs> I'm getting daughters, which is wonderful. I love it. Uh, everyone tells me it's great until they hit puberty and then they're, they're going to hate me for three years, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, so yeah, so I'll have four kids, uh, five and under. So I've been very busy and, and uh, yes, to answer the question for our listeners, I'm, I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a funny side note about Canaan, it was in just 
what what was it it was december no it was november he and i had a talk and he was like hey i'm done having kids i was like cool man good job (laughs) and then two weeks later on his birthday we're in atlanta shooting an event down there and he was like well liz is pregnant again i was like bro you just told me you're done like two weeks ago god yeah it was a surprise to me too so (laughs) we're like oh wow you know what causes that right (laughs) yeah same with adam i just you know it took me a while to figure it out and i think i found the source for sure but how do you all manage and put boundaries in place to make sure that you make time for your family and your kids i mean right now is probably the most important time because you all have young kids how do how do each of you balance that and create boundaries yeah i think that's come a lot from the fact that we are uh, more than just working in business together. We're friends. We've known each other a long time. And when we started the company, it was never just to make money. It was never for just gaining profits. We wanted to create a business, uh, not only for our clients, but for each other, for ourselves, for our employees that uh, was different, that had different values, that had Uh, different things that we cared about. And one of those was family and being able to spend time with them and being able to see our kids and raise them and um, starting the business with those values at its core, I think has made all the difference in being able to manage as we've grown and as we've gotten bigger and making sure that we're prioritizing those things, not just for ourselves, but also for each other, keeping each other in mind and be like, hey man, you've been shooting a lot. You should go just, hey, take the Saturday off we'll shoot, you know, one of us will shoot for you, go to your kid's soccer game or whatever it is, or dance or, and um, making those things a priority for each other. Yeah. I, I think it's really just comes down to managing priorities. Like we're kind of piggybacking off what Kane is saying here. Um, you know, it, those things that we value should occupy most of our time and should be, you know, prioritized, you know, within our, our week. And we do try to, you know, keep each other accountable to that. And, you know, I will typically say, hey, you know, the next, you know, four to six weeks, it's crazy busy, you know, it's coming up. So let's make sure that, you know, you talk to your wives, you tell them this time's coming, you know, you let them know, like, it's going to be long weeks for a while. Let's take some time before and after, you know, go away for a weekend or, you know, whatever. So trying to, you know, mitigate those things to, make sure that, um, you know, we're, we're holistic people in all areas of our life, you know, our families and our work and everything is, um, in good standing and that we can, uh, thrive in all of them and not just survive. Cause that sucks. You know, I, if we ever have a company where we're just like barely surviving, I should sell it or quit or something, you know, I, I want to thrive in all aspects. Yeah. And, um, that's something super important to me. And I want, you know, everyone and their families to know that they're taken care of and they're considered and they're valuable. And um, it's not just uh, like Kanan said about making money. It's about a lot more than that. Yeah. I mean, I think something practical that I know me and Ad, I think all of us do this is like, you know, just a very practical thing. It's like uh, when, when we get home, it's like social media is off. Uh, we're off of our phones or put it away until uh, after the kids are in bed or, um, you know, they're doing something else. Um, we make sure that that time's prioritized, you know, that our attention yeah. is focused at home when we're home and not uh, being dichotomistic with our time, uh, being present, you know, it's really important. And I feel like you all can do that well because you have a team, because it's just not, 
you know, a one man show, you yeah, really right. have the team. So in terms of just challenges, I mean, you've almost been in business for a decade and I'm sure, you know, Adam, from the business side, you have challenges. And then I know from the creative side, Kanan, there's challenges. Austin, from the technical side, there's challenges. If each of you can just go through like some of the challenges mainly with just like technology and business and what have you been experiencing aside from the growth of Nashville and how it has bo- <laughs> is booming, which helps <laughs> yeah. all of our business. There's plenty of business to go around. Right, right. Um, what are some challenges that you guys have had to face like as a team and as a company? I think uh, uh, one challenge that we've, we've had um, is even it's a little bit kind of in our name details. Nashville is not as personal as some other companies where it's, um, you know, someone's name, uh, John Brown photography, something like this, where it is um, like, Oh, it's, it's this guy with us. It's, it is a team. And um, we found the solution to that maybe initial impression of uh, being impersonal. We've found the solution to that is just to meet a couple because they'll meet us and go, Oh, wow, that was great. Their team is awesome. But I think um, initially our name might not communicate that. They're like, Oh, what's details Nashville. I don't know what that is. Who is that? Um, So I think communicating our team dynamic and really what we're about. um, I would say it's been a challenge here and there. Um, That's why we really do like to try to push to meet people in person and, um, have them understand, you know, really what we're about and who we are. Um, so I, th- that comes to mind as a challenge. Yeah. I think, uh, on a creative side, uh, kind of piggybacking off of what Austin was saying, you know, with our name being details Nashville, it is not this necessarily personal name experience, um, that you're getting, uh, with us, but you know, what we've done is as Austin said, meeting in person really helps for people like, Oh, here are the faces behind the company. And, and then on a creative side with like our social media and our website, creating content and pushing forward content that is personal and that is intimate and that is real, uh, kind of sets us apart there because what it does is it's content that's inviting that feels, um, like the client is able to connect with it. Uh, I think if you go to our website, you can see it on our landing page. It's like, this group shot of this couple kissing, everyone is like celebrating, losing their minds and there's a sun flare coming through it. And it's like this very engaging, very personal, intimate photo. And it's a real moment. And so it's like being able to create that as well, uh, kind of helps us get past that, not having a personal name experience behind our brand. I love that. (laughs) It's like a love hate relationship, like with having, if you stop and think about it, like the brands that are are the names, um, you know, Adam, you mentioned earlier, you know, I would just sell the company or do something else. But when it's your name, it's not really that easy unless I guess you're Martha Stewart. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I remember like my brand manager years ago when I was like, you know, kind of changing my brand. Like it's cool to do that now. But when we started this business, like we didn't know a damn thing about branding. I didn't even know what that word meant. (laughs) And so, um, you know, it's just interesting how when you have one of them and it's like, okay, I've tried to call things different names and we have a team, but in reality, you know, if I was hit by a bus tomorrow, like would the company still be going? And so there's processes and procedures in place, but sometimes without, 
the name of the person and the cheerleader, like it ain't going to go anywhere in the service-based industry. So by having an, a name that is, it's all in the details and, you know, being Nashville-based um, and living in Nashville, I feel like, you know, people, and again, you've overcome that challenge. People right. need to meet you in person mm -hmm. or see the personality of how you guys really work well together. Um, but if you could change anything about that name, would you, because I know you all do, you travel a ton, you do a ton of destination weddings and events in corporate. And I feel like every time I'm talking to you guys, you're like, Oh, I'm going here. Oh, I'm going here. We've got this and this. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, so in my head, when I asked that question, I was wondering if you were going to say anything about details Nashville because you're just not in Nashville so how right. would you go back and change anything about that or how do you overcome the challenge of your name with the word Nashville in it but you, you do a lot outside of Nashville yeah you know this is a conversation that we have revisited multiple times over the years and I think at this point I really don't think we would change anything uh where we've become um well-established uh, and people know our name and it's gotten to the point where uh, the name's no longer a hindrance in those regards as far as like booking destination stuff or um, traveling or, you know, people being like, well, your details Nashville, do you just work in Nashville? Um, we really don't get that question too much anymore. I think a lot of it has to do with just the fact that with social media, with Google, um, everything's so digital now that, uh, the name doesn't necessarily uh, ground us to one location so much. Okay. So that's good to know. Um, so let our, tell our listeners, like where all have you all worked? I mean, where, where are some of your places, favorite places that you guys have shot mm. photo and video? Yeah. So I mean, uh, all over the country, we've been to the Caribbean. I like um, the Caribbean the best. And then for like that specifically for weddings for, uh, you know, cause we do commercial, we do branding, we do nonprofit work as well for multimedia. So, I mean, we work all over East Africa, Southeast Asia, uh, Latin America. Um, you know, we're, we're really all over the place in all seriousness. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco new, to New York. I mean, we even that just, I don't know, last six months. I think yeah. I mean, San Francisco, San Francisco New York, DC, Florida, multiple times, Atlanta, San Diego, uh, Charleston, yeah, I mean, we're kind of been all over the place. Uh, this year we have, you know, uh, a wedding in the Dominican Republic. We got another one that we got an inquiry today about going back to the Caribbean in uh, St. Kitts. Yeah. We did a wedding there. You've been there before, the Four Seasons Nevis. Yeah. And um, it's actually at the, what hotel is it? Uh, it's the a park, park Hyatt, park Hyatt at St. Kitts. Kitts. So it's not a Nevis, but they, it was actually friends of the people we shot there a few years ago and they highly recommended us. So they're, uh, meeting with them next week to go over photo and video, um, later this year, which is actually coming up pretty quick in mm -hmm. November, which would be awesome. Yeah. Referrals are a lot to us. Though. Yeah. Re referrals are probably, God, I don't know, 60, 70% of our business with weddings. It's been huge. Um, especially over the last probably four to five years, it's just continued to increase. So, mm -hmm. And so do you guys always go as a team? Yes. So um, our model for quite a while has, doesn't matter if it's photo or video, there's always two of us. And so um, it doesn't matter what the destination is, there will always be at least two of us there for uh, the gig. Um, 
one, just because it allows us to cover more and provide more for our client. And then two, like we just work, you know, really well together when you've been working with each other for almost a decade, it's, it's, uh, you know, you don't even have to think about it. So, um, we know each other really well. We know what the other person's going to capture. We know how they shoot. Um, it just makes things a lot easier yeah. logistically and creatively. The potential stress of photographing a wedding, uh, you know, you, it could be a very stressful thing, but I really, I do not experience that at all. Uh, working with people I know and love, we, I know what they're going to get. They know what I'm going to get. Um, yeah. I can't imagine shooting weddings alone. Like I used to do many years ago. Well, I just, I, I specifically remember um, I was doing something in Antigua on a private island and at the last minute um, it was actually a photo shoot. It was a content creation photo shoot Um, and I something fell through with their photographer and their video person. So, you know, I just asked the question. I mean, they're a very strong luxury high end brand. And, you know, just from experience, I just asked the question. I'm like, so who's, who's capturing this stuff? Because I would just like to look up their work. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so Adam knows where I'm going with this. Well, you probably all do. And so, you know, then it's like, well, Angela, I mean, you, we're, we're in the work. We're trying to find somebody. I mean, it was just like scramble, scramble, like literally the week of. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I'm not going to ask a lot of questions, but I'm like, I can get someone, but <clears throat> like, let me check around. I mean, you got to have a passport and, you know, you know, and what I love, like I reached out to you guys because they said, well, first, um, the marketing director, she's like, do you know somebody that can do like photo and video? And I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't really work like that. Even if one person can do both really well, the outcome of capturing the content is yeah. not going to be at its best. And that yeah. will, can ruin not only the brand for the, for the resort, but the brand for the photo video company. And so I was like, no, like I, even before I asked, I'm like, you need two people, period. And so then it was like, well, you know, then we had to get into more questions. So like, how long are we going to be shooting? And I don't, for those of you listening, I don't know if you've done like, I'm sure you've done photo shoots. I don't believe in photo shoots, quite frankly, um, unless they're actually going to be real things that can be really recreated. Yeah. You can't duplicate it. Yeah. Yeah, If you can't duplicate it, why the hell are you doing it and slapping your brand on it? I will never understand that. We've had people say, oh, well, we'll pay you to do this and we'll pay you to do that. And it's like, but it has to be, like, be in alignment with like what I talk about. Right. And this was, and, um, but it, it's still a long day. It's still 10 hours of shooting. You have to really rely, when you're in the Caribbean, you have to rely on the weather and the lighting. And, yeah. and you know, so you have to wake up and go to bed, like all off of that. And so we got into talking and, and I really thought like you guys were going to have to come and cover this. And you guys were like, one of you were like, well, I, I'm going to have to like drive to Atlanta and get a passport because mine's expiring. And, but I'll, and you were so, you're just all, even though you have large families and you're like, we'll make it happen because we have a relationship. And that's the key to having a good relationship, having your vendors back backs. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I told Adam, I'm like, well, the marketing director's asking this. I already know the question, but how would you like for me to address this? And just the way that you said it was, you know, we want the best outcome for the brand. And Mm -hmm. without two people, then it's, 
basically it's like, you know, you're going to have to turn down and say no. And so do you ever have, do y'all have that issue a lot where people are like, oh, I don't want to pay for two people's flights or do you ever have people where you're having to explain and haggle or it's just like they get it, you get the plane tickets and you move on? Like what, what are y'all experiencing? Yeah, I, there's been times where people have, you know, said, well, we really just want, you know, this one or, you know, whatever. But, um, most of the time we're able to spend time educating people and helping them understand, you know, the value that's associated with, you know, having multiple people there, um, having a more holistic perspective captured, um, even, for the simple fact of, you know, different people have different strengths and, you know, it's nearly impossible for one person to, you know, do all these different things, you know, that'd be expected. Now there are occasions, you know, if it's like a smaller shoot or something like that, you know, it could be done by one person. It just depends on what the scenario is, but the ones that we think that would need multiple people there, uh, I refuse to compromise that quality for the sake of making money because my company's name is going to be attached to that. Mm-hmm. And I want to ensure that it's the very best representation of what we could give them. Cause even if they're saying, well, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, perfect. Well, we're probably not your company then because it does have to be to me, you know, my tenacity for uh, quality is through the roof and, you know, I won't compromise that. Um, pretty much anything. No, I mean, that's, that's true. And so one key word that you said, educate. So educating potential clients on why you do something. I know I feel sometimes I get frustrated. I feel like a broken record. And when you've been doing this for a long time, it's like, okay, if you're reaching out to me, you clearly have done your homework on some things and having to explain why this and why that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, Jesus, we do it this way for a reason. Just trust me. But being patient and explaining and educating really goes a long way and respecting the fact that, you know, the client is trying to haggle and it's like, well, then we can't take on your job (laughs) because we're going to only give you our best. And it's, and, and I mean, you guys are living proof. Like, do your passion, do what you love, the money will come, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to have a strategy. You can't just like open up and then do nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that plan of how to get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, so, so in addition to you guys and your team, I know like you guys have editors that um, you all, other services that you do. So same day edits, if, um, I guess, Austin, do you, I know Tristan's not on here, but in terms of editing and same day edits, you guys offer that you do the slow-mo video booth, which is still the coolest thing ever. And then the custom photo booth. So if you guys could talk a little bit about those services and what that means. Yeah, we've um, over the years um, been able to incorporate more, more of what we are able to do. Um, the slow motion booth is a good example of um, an idea. I think uh, Adam approached me years ago on a weekend. He saw this video and like, hey, can we do this only better? I was like, I don't know. No, that's a lot, of, a lot of technical stuff. And within days, basically, we had a huge booth set up. Um, so that was a very quick expansion into slow motion video, which was, uh, it's been a lot of fun. 
Um, that real, real side yeah. quick note with that. Uh, my wife, whenever I was, you know, thinking about this and like, it was, it was a Sunday and I, I remember vividly, but I was like in this crazy creative thought process mode. And I was like, man, we can do this and this, and this. And she, she kept asking, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm just working on something. And she's like, what is going on? Like, she was like, you're so weird. But I spent like four hours, like just really hashing through, like, what can we buy with camera with this, with this, I'm like talking with Austin, but like the fruit on the other side of that has been just tremendous, um, which was really cool to see. But I remember that day, Austin's like, leave me alone, bro. You know, like, it's like, <laughs> and, and I'm like, no, like the moment's ripe. We have to do it now. I was like, and, Adam, you don't even understand how much money this is. And I'm like, no, he's like, yeah, we're going to yeah. spend it. I, I mean, like, we spent what? like 50 grand that we, I was like, we're doing this and we're going to do it now. <laughs> Leaving it, this has to happen. And it has to happen now before someone else does it. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. And that was it's a side been great. Excursions, uh, but. but yeah, so that, that, that whole opportunity opened up, which um, then eventually kind of led into, um, making photo booths, which I, I do some woodworking and things on the side, and I was able to come up with some handmade um, hardwood uh, photo booths that's expanded greatly. I think I have a team of uh, eight or nine people running photo booths almost every weekend now. Um, so that's been a whole other area of our business to take off. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. But again, each of you manage these things and you put a leader on it and then you all have each other's backs and, and you back each other up. Um, and so, and I yeah. love that. And I will say, I don't, I, I don't think I've ever seen another slow-mo video booth, but it's like in the way you guys edit it and <laughs> do it real time. And when people look at the investment, they're like, holy shit. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> like you don't yeah. understand the production of it, the back end of it. Um, so really like explaining and educating people and then the outcome that they get is with a lot of corporate companies using that footage to promote yeah. an event or a fundraiser mm -hmm. or something that they're going to have each year so people don't have FOMO. It's like, you yeah, what is this? <laughs> no, without a doubt. And I think too, it's like, you know, I remember when the iPhone 6S, I think, came out and it had like shot in slow motion or whatever. And all these people were like, oh man, you're like, slow-mo booth's going to get shut down. And I was like, I am not intimidated at all by, you know, a little phone. Um, and I've helped people to, you know, again, educate them to know, yeah, like you can, you know, say like recording a song. Like you can record a song on a MacBook Pro in your living room if you want to. And that's fine. It, it will be okay. And the quality will be, you know, moderate. Or you can go to a studio on Music Row downtown and record a professional album. And our slow motion booth is that professional album and your phone is recording it in your living room. So it's like kind of depends on you know what you want and you get what you pay for type thing. And people have understood that and they've seen the quality difference that's represented there. Yeah, definitely. I love that analogy, especially being in Nashville because it is like, um, and, it, and it just depends on the outcome that you want you know, for your brand or for your business or whatever company or wedding that you're doing. Um, it's just, it's funny when people will, will look at some of the photos and look at some of the videos that we have collaborated on and then they're like, oh, but I don't want to pay that much. I don't need that many people. And it's like, yeah. well, then you're not going to have the same outcome yeah, as yeah. these people because they invested. And so from on a scale from one to 10, 
um, I would say most of the people that probably hire you guys, I mean, 10 is probably the most important for the outcome is all you have left after all the money that you spend for an event or for a wedding or branding shoot or whatever you do is freaking photo and video. Yeah. Um, so have you all been getting more with branding and um, content creation and YouTube stars and all of that? Have you all seen an increase in people contacting you all just to do content creation from a video perspective as well as photos? Yeah, we have. It's actually been... Uh, it's something we've always done uh, and never really pushed it too hard, but it's something that has really in the last year and a half, two years really taken off for us as far as uh, co actual content creation for other brands um, from a commercial branding perspective. Uh, and actually a lot of those inquiries come from social media. Um, ironically, they see often me and Austin on Insta stories <laughs> <laughs> and they love uh, our personalities and our brand and our interaction and like how those things are cohesive and how they work together. And so they'll just DM us and they'll be like, Hey, really digging your guys's vibe. Would like to talk about doing some content creation for my brand. Here's the links, et cetera. And the conversation sort of starts there. If people like to see me get made fun of, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys do not follow details Nashville on Instagram, you got to go do it because their stories are absolutely hilarious. And um, for those of you listening, and I know some of you that I coach are listening, soak up what they just said. Like the behind the scenes, it creates business dollars in your pocket, people. People are like, I don't like to do that. I don't, you know, yesterday I was on a coaching call and the, one of the girls, she's like, but I'm just not good at that. And I mean, I just, you jump on and like, you don't have any makeup on and you're in your PJ. I'm like, but that's real shit. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. you gotta yeah. be real. People want to, I don't know why people want to see real behind the scenes. <laughs> like, it's to connect with you. Um, but I, that's something that you guys do incredibly well. I'm sure it helps your Instagram engagement by doing mm -hmm. the stories and doing them consistently. Um, and then the other great tool that I think we use really well is, um, collaboration of different companies is Marco Polo. Oh yeah. So for sure. <laughs> we yeah. have a lot of different, like fun cause you can add people to groups. And so mm -hmm. my team and, and y'all's team, you know, we'll get on Mark and that way everybody's on the same page and we all hear yeah. the same information. Um, so that's another great way to, do y'all use that to connect with your clients at all? Uh, we haven't. Really Instagram and actually just text messaging. That's how we do most of that. I'm actually, I use Marco Polo for like other collaboration work though um, with different uh, people who are doing like uh, social media uh, consulting or whatever that may be like just different groups to get like feedback and toss ideas around. It's such a great uh, app for interacting on those levels. Yeah. It's something I considered doing with clients because Hey, you did introduce that. And I thought that was something that was, you know, important. And also that time I went and heard you speak at the uh, EEO um, mm -hmm. event. And one of the guys, he was talking about how he uses that all the time. You know, the, one of the CEOs that spoke uh, mm -hmm. with his clients. And I was like, man, I was like, it's, it is a really um, great tool, especially considering, you know, when communication, you know, like, stat I recently read was 93% of communication is nonverbal. Mm -hmm. So being able to see facial expressions, yeah. you know, tonal inflections, like being able to really 
um, know, you know, hey, is this person angry right now? Or are they joking? Or, you know, like being able to read them, it's a more effective way to do that. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think it's something that I would like to try to incorporate into our workflow more so. It's even, you know, because to me, it's easier than like, a, you know, a FaceTime, you have to like set it up and it's like you have a meeting. But with Marco Polo, you can just, you know, send them a message and when they get a chance, they can check it within the next yeah. day or, you know, whatever. It's not super time sensitive. So I think yeah. that's uh, something I'd like to figure out how to make a part of our workflow. Yeah, I just, I didn't know. We use um, another app for clients um, called BombBomb. Um, it's not free where Marco Polo is free, but it gives you the analytics and tells you like when people watch it and if they watch it the whole way through and if they forwarded it to people because they can share it and all that good stuff. So but cool. I love the the communication tool. Um, well, unfortunately, guys, we are out of time and I could talk oh, fast. all yeah. day about this stuff, um, <laughs> but let our listeners know where can they find you? Yeah, so you can find us on our website, uh, www.detailsnashville.com. You can find us on Instagram. Our handle is just Details Nashville, and it'll have our logo as the picture icon. And um, our Facebook is the same, Details Nashville, and uh, same for Twitter as well. Yeah, consistency across the board. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is key. Consistency is key with social media. So thank you so much for your time, guys. This was so much fun. Thank you for sharing like behind the scenes and really like through the lens of how you guys work together as a team, you do an amazing job and thank you to all of our listeners and be sure to tune in next week for another juicy episode of business unveiled. Have a great day. Bye. Today's podcast is brought to you by Collective 615, a luxury co-working community and space designed by women for women who desire to connect, collaborate, grow professionally and personally. The community is for women who desire a work environment that inspires and motivates them to elevate both professionally and personally. Collective 615 goal is to have a community of business women who are at different places in their entrepreneurial journey. They offer a range of memberships to make it obtainable to invest in yourself and your brand. All programs are developed by creating diverse courses, speakers, and events that provide professional and personal development. If you're looking to collaborate, connect, and create with like-minded people, the women of Collective 615 believe in investing in you and your brand. If you're starting a business, growing your current one, or you're working from home or remotely and you need a place to work or to host workshops and events, visit collective615.com today. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with your friends. And I'm so very grateful if you leave a review. Be sure you are a subscriber so you never, ever miss the juicy details of Business Unveiled. Also, be sure that you are part of my email list. And if you're not, sign up today at AngelaProfit.com, where I share valuable resources and exclusive products with only my subscribers. 
Now, before I go, I want to ask you, if you have a story or a product to share with the creative industry, please let me know. To be considered as a guest on Business Unveiled, visit AngelaProfit.com and submit a podcast guest form. Until next time, remember to stay productive and profitable. You've been listening to Business Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time as we share our experiences to help you be more productive and profitable in your creative business. For more great resources, visit AngelaProfit.com.